Welcome to another episode of Sync and Assist. If you are a returning listener, well, welcome back. Thank you for making us a part of your weekly routine. And if this is your first time checking in to Sync and Assist, well, welcome. Thank you for giving us a moment of your time, and we hope we can make you a returning listener. We are a weekly podcast where my co-host Brad and I, we sit down and we discuss whatever it is that is on our mind at the time of recording. Whether it be deep and personal, creative, or we're just talking our way through a certain situation in our life. We consider the conversations that we have in this podcast to be very therapeutic. So we hope that you can take something away from these discussions. And we also hope to have you back for future episodes. But this week, like every week, we have yet another really good episode for you all. Despite not missing any episodes in the past few weeks, this is our first episode back in four episodes. So in this week's episode, we discuss where exactly we've been. We also discuss momentum, keeping a creative flow, maintaining that that creativity, and how you don't have to put your creativity on hold even though something else might be. So like I said, this week we have another really good episode for you all. But before we get into this week's episode, you can find Brad at Bradley Pallone on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RobertDXN. You can find Sync and Assist on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Sync and Assist. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Player FM, You can pretty much find us wherever podcasts are found. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so please rate, review, subscribe, and share. But let's get right into this week's episode. Episode 35, Sync and Assist. for a while you you as a listener as an audience you probably might not have noticed it because we have not missed a single week but to pull back the curtains a little bit um, those past four episodes that we've released were all recorded back to back to back (laughs) to back in one day we we recorded those past four episodes in one sitting which was insane backlog i mean we had that idea we said you know what because i i'm gonna be gone for at least two weeks uh i think so we we ended up just recording four episodes backlogging them and having them ready and uh still releasing them on time per usual so yeah like you said you know people wouldn't really notice that that uh i was gone yeah you you were home but yeah and and for a good reason, um, like good problems to have that we recorded four episodes of the podcast because priorities, like we can't just let a week go by and we don't have an episode. But we did all that because you did something that is like, it, it, it's a huge step of, you know, your dream. Mm-hmm. Like you were gone, like 
not for the sake of just being gone, like leaving. Yeah, it wasn't a vacation. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll fill everybody in on what it was exactly. Uh, so I, I went on a mini independently booked tour with a band called Rookie of the Year. I guess I, I can say that to people. Uh, I mean, I've been promoting it you know, people to come out um, because we actually have another tour lined up, a little bit bigger one. But um, so that that's what I've been doing. Um, it's always been a dream of mine to play in a band and, you know, just, just go on tour, just play out. And that's what I got to do. Uh, it kind of, it was kind of out of nowhere for me. Like I, I had met the singer before and, he was looking for a live guitarist, and uh, I ended up hitting him up about it. And then just back and forth over the course of maybe three months or so. And because you probably remember, I, I was showing you some of the little like audition tapes I was sending in. Yeah, <laughs> and some like right before recording an episode. Yeah. Yes, like we'd meet here, we'd meet in our uh, sync and desist office. And I would be showing you some videos that I was working on, uh, just trying to learn. Um, like, I got sent, like, two tracks I had to learn. Um, and he never he never told me, like, hey, you're in the band. So it's just, I guess, a couple weeks before they were going to embark on this tour, uh, he's like, hey, learn these these songs. And it was like the full set list. And I'm thinking, what is, you know, is, did I get the gig or something? You know? Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I basically had to learn a good eight songs in two weeks or so. And then just, boom, sat, uh, Southeast tour. Or we went, we only went as far as Ohio. Mm-hmm. Which uh, there's few and far between in Ohio. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's like Iowa, America. <laughs> <laughs> not saying it's as, as uh, barren as Iowa, where you're from, but Ohio definitely is very barren at times. You, you see a lot more Ohio place than you do Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. I actually found a Tim Hortons coffee in Ohio. <laughs> and. We we played out mostly bars, so it. Um, so yes, there were definitely some nights I got I got hammered pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone was very cordial, very nice to us. Um, we had a rider some nights, which is basically like, hey, we request to have X Y Z things, you know, food, some drinkage, you know, things of that nature. So. Um, some places were able to provide us with that and uh, it, it was awesome yeah uh, 10 out of 10 would do again and I get to do it again but it's it, this time it's it's going to be bigger we rented a we're renting a, a trailer so yeah <laughs> and it's going to be the entire east like if Florida to Maine you're gonna be out there with Pennywise, <laughs> yeah, all the way up to Maine. Right? Yep, yep. Maybe see a see a clown somewhere. Um, if I do, I'll take a picture and send it to you. 
posing with with Pennywise. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it basically starts in Florida, goes up to Maine, and comes back down a little bit. So it's it's two two and a half weeks, just every day, just play a show, leave for the next state. It, it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's stressful. Yeah, when when I saw the poster for the um, tour with all of the dates, I was like, there's only almost towards the end of the the tour, you guys only finally get one day off at least. It's every single night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like the whole East Coast, like, the, whoa, every the, single night. The, the problem, it, I mean, if you rent a vehicle of any kind, I mean... The longer you have it, the more expensive it's going to be. Yeah. So you kind of have to just be like, we got to knock this out. Like, and like mileage, you have to yeah. factor that into. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they want their their gas tank where it was where when you picked mm-hmm. it up, like semantics. And then they'll, yeah, if they see like a dent in there, then they'll charge you for it you know that's why they want you to get the insurance and all that and there's yeah it's just a whole a whole deal um we, that, we should look into that for sink and assist <laughs> rent out vehicles <laughs> that'd be interesting well we, yeah we've we've actually talked about this sink and assist rap <laughs> <laughs> on the van <laughs> well something we have mentioned before um since we're on the on on the the path of creative endeavors right now let's uh let's stick to that because uh let's talk about the what ifs and the goals and 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 everything um we we have been even though i've been gone we that doesn't mean that we weren't working on plans and and some of our our creative ideas and writing ideas because we were definitely no short of that actually you you're writing something in particular. I don't know if you want to keep that under wraps or not, but you're writing a a screenplay. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like an exercise whenever I'm like trying to gear up for a, a an original script. I'll I'll do like an exercise. Like I, I'm gonna write this knowing that it'll probably never get done, but I'm just gonna. You know, like exercise that muscle, and I'm I'm going to do something uh, sort of spontaneously, just to warm up, so that I can write something that's going to hit a little harder, that's going to be a lot more fleshed out and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I've been doing that just a little more recently, but. While you were gone, I I kind of had like this moment where I was like, so my partner in business and in crime <laughs> is is gone doing what he loves, but that doesn't mean that you have to. Put I have to hold. stop. Right. Yeah, because like we we take a lot of pictures and and we do a lot of video, but at the moment I, I kind of went on a journey of of my own. Um, and sort of an emotional journey too, which, which I, I, I'll get to. But creatively, I literally 
left the house because I, I was wanting to start like my own YouTube channel. But uh, by the end of it, I was like, you know, I don't want to do YouTube. I don't want to be a YouTuber. I just want to be a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And they're two very different paths. Uh, they're similar. There's an uh, there's a debate like vlogs aren't film. That's not filming. You're not filmmaking, but you are. It's the exact same thing. You plan it out. You film it. You edit it. And you put out to the world the exact same way. But I did get out of the house. And I did start vlogging. But what I was saying is, in, in it, which it will never be released, is that I'm getting out of the house. I'm doing something, which is the first step. Because you can't rely on other people. Like, you're you're like my, my model in all my pictures. And, and you're, you know, the model in, like... You're the performer in the videos that I, I've been doing mostly lately. So outside of like music videos for clients and whatnot. But because you're gone, doing what you love doesn't mean I don't have to mm-hmm. not do what I love. Right. So I, I just went out just to do anything. I I took pictures. I, I, I did photography. I did video. I you know, just to keep that creative flow going. And like I said, I, I also, and I did a whole, I almost edited like every single day when you were gone. And I, I was just literally finding stuff, making stuff to edit. Like, I don't have anything to edit. Let me go do something so I can edit. So I was just trying to keep that momentum going. But also, like I was saying, um, I also went on like an emotional journey because we have, sync and assist which we say it's therapeutic all the time because it, it is but you have we have each other to bounce ideas off of each other as far as like getting through a thing whatever that is so I was kind of trying to do that to my with myself like get to the core of a thing yeah I, I took what we do like the same methods um, like questioning a lot of things in my life, in my personal life. Um, and I, I think I broke through. And now I kind of see the source of a lot of things and it kind of had some revelations. So it was, and it's not like you and I weren't talking because we talk every single day, <laughs> but it was, I don't know. It, it was very therapeutic. It was it was a journey when you were gone, and as soon as you got back, you you got back to work, and then we got straight back to work too. Mm-hmm. So it's like the momentum, the creative flow. It it kept going. Right. Yeah. And once I got back, I like I made a whole bunch of really really cryptic videos. Yeah. Which last week's episode was probably got us on some lists now you're doing cryptid videos yeah i know right <laughs> fbi might be showing up yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah i was i i was in the creative flow once i got back uh, i was in one creative flow <laughs> on tour and then once i got back i, was, I snapped into the, a different creative flow um because i love i love music but i also love some of this other stuff surrounding it yeah um which actually brings me to 
the point I was going to make earlier was that, well, by the time this episode goes up, uh, it'll have already been done. But um, uh, as of this weekend, we uh, I'll be hitting the studio recording my music, and you'll be doing some filming for that. So that's another project that we uh, we can't wait to show people. Yeah. You know, I'm really excited for that because, you know, before we uh, started recording the podcast, we were throwing out some ideas on how we can make this video look cool. Too. Mm-hmm. So I think we got some cool ideas, and this and this is just another another thing that we want to do. You know, besides besides uh, podcasting and and filming is, well, filming for music endeavors too. Yeah, which, by the way, was super awesome. Because uh, after I left, a few days after I left, uh, you showed me the the music video that you, with the finished product, like I, that I, I helped record the behind the scenes, but I didn't. Uh, you know, you you did you did all the, the grunt work on that. I guess <laughs> the bulk of it, but the finished product, seeing it, uh, I was actually about to go on stage when I saw that video too you sent it to me uh, and i was like ah oh, this looks so cool <laughs> <laughs> with the behind the scenes footage that you shot um like i said i was just trying to edit just do something i did like a documentary style behind the scenes video with the footage that you shot so it was, it was a pretty nice package client was happy <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah i actually never asked you asked you if he was if he was all happy with the product and all that he quoted um something that he said that was hilarious in the documentary so i was like that's that's how i know it's, it's good <laughs> yeah but it, it turned out completely different like it is it was very different from the music video it was like i when i I I don't think I've said I might have said it on social media, but um, not like on a big platform, um, just like you know, like friends. But I I just wanted it to be diverse. Where the music video is, it's a music video. It's, you know, it looks how it does. But I want the the behind the scenes to look like an A twenty four documentary, like Amy, mm-hmm. the Amy Winehouse documentary. Um, so it, it's in a completely different aspect ratio. It has film grain. It looks, has a warm color grade, so it looks vintage. Like, it looks, it looks, it kind of has like a, that vintage, like home, home video aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was, you know, like just pushing ourselves creatively. Like, it doesn't have to be so so clean like let's do something different you know just a- expanding mm-hmm. a- instead of staying in one you know lane like i just actually yesterday i was talking to a friend of mine a photographer and he, we were talking about editing in lightroom in adobe lightroom and we we're talking about color grading and how we have our styles we we know our style as a photographer and as an editor, but 
it doesn't hurt to learn something else because maybe someone will want that that you don't usually do later. Then you have that tool in your bag. So it's like pushing yourself creatively because you you don't want to put yourself in a box. You don't want to limit yourself. And you especially don't want to limit your creativity. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just keep keep that flow going like uh, just just create mm-hmm. i mean even if you don't have any ideas because uh, half the time i don't even have an idea on what i'm doing uh especially with those little videos that i make <laughs> i like i don't consider myself a filmmaker by any means um you're more the filmmaker you have the director's mind i i'm just a very visual person who just wants to see some cool-looking, weird-looking things. Like, some people don't understand. I've literally had people comment before. Some people I know, some people I don't know. Um, comment on, on some little art thing I made and say, I don't get it. I don't, like, I don't, I don't, what is, it's what art. is this? You're not supposed to get everything. Right. It's it, not for you, it's subjective. Yeah, it, it is, and it is completely subjective. And, uh, people like me that think like me don't have to know. It, it's just the point is it looks cool and it draws you in. And like, what what is it? How does it make you feel? You know, it doesn't have to be. You know, this this is the purpose of this video, this picture, and this this is what you should get out of it. No, like I'm not gonna tell anybody what they should get out of it. It just just feels something. So half the time. When I'm making like a short Instagram video, it's just I'll make up a, a song idea, record it down, and then throw it on to just chop up some, you know, some like little footage of things, just random. You know, if I'll take a video of New York or I'll take a video of Atlanta or, you know, just the trees or something and then throw a song on there. And like, I've gotten some good responses on it. Like some people don't get it and you're not going to, not everyone's going to like it or understand it. And some people, they just like, Whoa, that, that looks cool. That feel, that feels cool. I like that, that song on there too. And it's like, I'm just creating. That's plain and simple. Like I don't have any idea what I'm doing. I'm just winging it. But Mm -hmm. isn't that kind of what life is anyways? Like you might have an idea on what, on, what you want to do, but half the time it doesn't end up the way that you originally intended. Yeah. Art imitates life. Yeah, exactly. It does. And so never let yourself dry out, you know, or don't, don't overthink till you, till you stagnate. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes we just get all up in our head about it and it's like well I want to make this but I don't have the resources to make that no just make it make it um if you got a, if you got a phone if you got you know a, a Polaroid camera like you don't like just make something cool like I've done so many just weird little things like like what would it look like if I drew this picture and I took a picture of that picture and then you know threw a filter on it 
and then take a picture of it again or something like that. And all of a sudden, I just created a complete weird mood, you know, of things. It's just, you, you it's not going to be right the first time. So sometimes if you still see value in in that thing that may not look that good to you, keep it and then rework over it until it looks like something like the, the, this is something entirely different and now it looks interesting. You know, I mean look at Picasso, man. Like what is, I mean honestly it, Picasso never intrigued me. Like his art is just you know just, just like puzzle pieces. You know, weird like I'm going to put their mouth up on their nose and stuff like that. It's like <laughs> it honestly these day, if there was a modern day Picasso that was making stuff like that, people would just be like, "There's nothing special about it," you know. But back then, I guess he's so ahead of its time, or he wasn't afraid to dismantle people. And somehow, some people found value in that. Yeah, and one thing I noticed is a lot of people make excuses like, "I'm." I want to create something, but I don't have this, this, or that. But mm. I've literally done, like, photo shoots with my iPhone 7. We did, which I don't think we've said any at all before, but one video for Sync and Assist that we did um, on a, tr a railroad track. I still it, love it was that video. yeah. It, it was you speaking, and it was sinking. It's, it's sinking assist, so it was motivational. Um, but it was you you talking. It's sort of like a talking head video, so kind of like testimonial type of thing. But shot that on my iPhone seven, and no one knew. Could have fooled me at all. Like I literally played it for a client before before I did his uh, music video, and I never told him I shot, him, shot down my iPhone. And then we were getting down the road, and we, we just started talking about um, how, like, I'm an advocate of using what you have until you can get what you want. So so then I was like, you, you know that video I, that, that I just showed you? He's like, yeah. I was like, I did it on my phone. He's like, what? I thought you shot that on, like, on the camera. You just took pictures of me. Because I was, that was right after um, a photo shoot that I did with him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, yeah, I do want you to do a music video for me. <laughs> yes. But I remember that day vividly because y you came over and you were like, let's just do something. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah. And like, at, in the beginning, I was overthinking. And I was like, like, what though? Like, what do we do? Yeah. And then we just, drove i was like i, I know uh, some railroad tracks right right around here and then we just did a video that is one of our most viewed videos of mm -hmm. sync and assist yeah even the the second sad vlogs that we did uh it was kind of as we went along we we were making the concept of it yeah we didn't really pr like i think maybe we had an idea but because we were going to do it another day but we we couldn't figure out like the idea and yeah. then we're like let's just do it yeah 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 it, exactly it, it i think us artistic people sometimes we do need a little kick in the butt it's like just just get out there and 
you know, I, I guess that's goes back to like the little videos that I've made to promote my music is it's like, I just took my phone and then just recorded the wind blowing in the trees. Like anyone can do that. This is like simplest thing. But at the same time, not a lot of people are, are taking videos like that on their phone and then editing editing them up to look weird, you know. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is I love throwback kind of vibes like 80s grainy looking things or I colors love film grain. <laughs> yeah. I'm like just to take something that filmmakers want to avoid at all costs, you know, any glitches, any colors just overlapping each other or like it getting worse quality than uh what's the lowest like quality you can upload now like seven well i I mean there there can be less than that i'm sure with certain sites but like you know youtube i think the lowest is like seven something or at least like 480 oh 480 okay Uh, i was thinking like 720 or something for some reason um or 240 Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Does it go that low? Okay, I well, think so. that's that's the the kind of vibe I'm going for is like the purposeful, terrible quality. <laughs> um, I can like I can make something out of this, and I I made the sad mistake of of quitting drawing. I used to draw every single day for hours. Same. I haven't drawn in years. There's so many things that I stopped doing. Like, what if I just kept going with that? Because now I see some of my friends surpass me, like, by far on the the drawing thing. You know, I was like, I quit when I got serious in a relationship. I stopped drawing. I stopped writing. And now I'm bringing it back, though, especially... uh, the story that I, I've been off and on working on since I was 10 years old. So for 18 years, I've been trying to perfect this story. And so my life's work. It really is my <laughs> life's work. And I read I read a lot of it to you, too. Mm-hmm. Super complex story that has layers upon layers. Like, it, it's going to be like, I want you to work on this with me. Like, this, but this would be something that, that we can't just do like tomorrow obviously (laughs) by any means but like i want this in our back pocket to Mm -hmm. when we're ready to to make it let's make it because like i just i know that you you have the potential to do to to film something like this and it's just it's yeah we're gonna need a team of people to make it happen and we will make it happen yeah we will make it happen um, yeah, so I, that, that just kind of came to mind. My, my life's, my life's work. <laughs> I want to make something out of it. And yeah. it's going to be intense. Yeah. And kind of piggybacking off of what you, you were saying that you stopped drawing when you got into a relationship and you stopped writing, but yeah, 
you to kind of speak to that like you have to you you can't allow you know things to get in the way like we were talking about before we got before we started recording that you you can't let like your job drain you of your energy from doing what you love like there even recording this i just got off of work and i I came here to do what i love and we've recorded episodes where we've uh expressed our disdain yeah jobs our frustration at work but now i'm still frustrated but i'm on the other side of that frustration where i don't let it i don't give it energy i don't feed to it i i go i do my job and i leave and try not to be dissuaded or changed or jaded or anything because i'm frustrated at work um when i'm not there it's all about the creativity because i'm 26 going on into my 30s in a few years so if i'm not where i want to be in life only i can change that and i would much rather you know like go for broke than you know like being broke <laughs> working a job to just to survive i'd much rather go for broke struggle because it's going to be worth it when i'm pursuing what i love the most so you you can't let outside forces derail you from what it is that you love you have to give yourself to that creativity and not give yourself to a situation that's going to devalue you yeah i think i'm in the same place um i'm not yeah i'm not as frustrated at the job specifically when i go in it's more um i'm just looking forward to once i clock out to go home so i can work on the other stuff that I really want to work on. Yeah, and if you follow Brad on Instagram, those late night posts. <laughs> <laughs> what about those late night posts, Rob? <laughs> That's the time he gets I like straight to work. But some stuff I'm like, he he's tired. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's definitely been a hectic last couple of weeks. It I've kind of been back to reality. After being gone, so kind of like home, it's bittersweet. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's bitter because you know I have to go back to the mundane, but it, it's also sweet because uh, you know it is home, so I can relax. But I couldn't for very long. You know, I had to catch up on all these these different things. Um, you know, and and moving also in the process too. That's going to be happening very soon here. Um, so looking around at apartments and which I I hate doing, <laughs> it's it's the, not the worst, but it's it's an adult task that I I never wanted to sign up for. Oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot a lot's in the works, a lot creatively and a lot of a, adulting. Um, and I got completely overwhelmed and stressed out to the point to where I was. I was taking it out on on people uh, around me, 
just being a broken record, saying the same thing over and over. Like, and I think people got tired of hearing me vent about <laughs> about it. But um, I, I've been—I mean, I, I've vented to it to you quite a bit, but not. I had mercy on you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I held my tongue a little bit. Memes, the memes saved me a little bit. <laughs> I sent you like a screen cap of some meme recently too. It was, it, I immediately got less angry once I saw some memes. If you go back uh, about like 30 episodes, memes save lives. Memes save lives. <laughs> we had a whole episode on memes saving lives. <laughs> yeah but you, you know you, you say you, you got back to reality but you you don't have to see it that way there like, goes you know, gravity yeah let let it fuel you like i don't want to be doing this i'd much rather be doing that yeah. like let it fuel you you know to you know i'm just gonna do that because mm-hmm. this it's not bringing me value and it's only stressing me out so when you really want to do something, you have to dedicate yourself to it fully. Like, you have to give yourself to the art and be so, you know, so passionate where it's like, I'm not even phased by the job or, like, the bills. Like, oh, the bills are real. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. But when you're, like, in high school and you're daydreaming about, like, your dream career, it doesn't have to be a daydream. You can make it a reality. And like you're saying, we're, we're, we're adults. When you're an adult, like we see it in people around us all the time. Like they have no ambition. It's just about the job. It's just about the paying the bills. It's just about scraping by. Well, yeah. And there's, you know, a loss of passion and, and, and like life, like hold on to that and pursue that. And they're going to say, you're not being realistic, but. Yeah, it, I mean, it's jealousy. It, it mm-hmm. definitely is jealousy. You can fly too, but I don't know, maybe. Float too. You clipped your wings <laughs> a little too early. <laughs> float, you can well, float too. Um, uh, <laughs> speaking of Pennywise. Right. <laughs> um. Well, even even tonight, like even though I have to get up pretty early to go to the studio, uh, once I get off work tonight, I'm going to stay up for a few hours, and I'm I am going to deprive myself of a little bit of sleep to prep some of the 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 ide- the guitar ideas and things like that. So uh, I'm sacrificing something. Preserve that voice, though. Yes. It won't. It won't be the vocal work. It'll be the guitar work. But uh, that's dedication right there too. What are you willing to sacrifice to make time for your your endeavors? You know, sacrifice. You, you have to sacrifice. You have to believe in something to sacrifice. Isn't that like that Nike quote? I don't, I don't remember, but um, <laughs> don't burn our podcast if that's where you stand. <laughs> but, but it feels good to be back. It doesn't feel like we've missed a beat at all yeah we haven't yeah because this is what we love to do and we're dedicated to it but that does it for this week's episode and we will catch you next time later